Hey, what's up, guys? It's Nation here, and I am on a path to freedom. I'm learning about sovereignty, the government, laws, and how to essentially be empowered as a human being living uh, in this uh, plane of existence that we're currently in right now. Hey, guys, uh, I'm not a professional teacher on this kind of stuff. Um, I just know that there's many things that I've been reading and researching that do not... Um, that don't match up with what I'm seeing out there as far as what the government's supposed to be, um, how they're supposed to act, how they're supposed to treat uh, their constituents. I'm seeing the complete opposite of that, and I'm trying to figure out why. I'm trying to figure out why in the midst of a pandemic people are losing their rights, uh, why they are um, being forced to do things and coerced to do things that they don't want to do. I'm trying to figure out why people are going to jail for victimless crimes. Um, I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm trying to figure out why people are being unlawfully searched and seized and why a lot of injustices such as unlawful deaths are taking place at the hands of public officials. And I am definitely not a professional at this, but it is something that I am, it's a, a task that I'm willing to take on. And if you guys are along with this journey with me, then continue to listen. I think this is extremely, extremely important and imperative for every uh, person to, to listen to or at least regard in some way. Uh, the first thing we're going to be talking about, uh, this is a series. I don't know how many parts it's going to be, but it will be uh, a few series talking about the six ways that our government has kept us controlled. And this is basically based off my research and the things that I've been uh, studying. So the first way that they do so is by replacing private rights with public rights. And I know that some of this language is, is, is stuff that is really boring. And we're taught to think of it as boring. But please stay with me because I promise you guys by the end of it, you'll understand um, the situation that we're in right now. So essentially, they replace are private rights with public rights. And this is one of the first things that they do. Uh, you need to understand that there are three rights. There are your public rights, we have private rights, and we have constitutional rights. Your public rights are privileges or franchisees. And I will explain what it means uh, as a privilege, what they would call privilege. I'm going to put it in quotations. Now, these are rights that exist between the government and its citizens. Citizens, uh, in quotations here too, or its inhabitants. It is... Um, applied to your status, your status, your statutory, statutory status, and not to land. It is created by Congress in civil statuses. Now, you have then your private rights, and this exists in your relationship between, um, it exists in relationship between human beings and the government, and it is attached to land, not attached to status. It is protected by common law. And what you need to understand right now is that there is a difference between common law and statutory law. Then there is your constitutional rights. And this exists between a human being and the government. It is attached to land. It is not attached to status. Um, I'm going to add in just two things here, too. There are two types of property. There is absolute property, and then there is qualified property. These are the two types of property. Absolute property is shared with absolutely no one. That means that you can do with it what you please, as long as it does not infringe upon the rights, liberties, and property of other people. And then there is qualified, which is uh, shared, which means that you are a co-owner or co-equal in some way, in some way, shape, or form in managing uh, your private property. Now, the government was established to keep private and public property separate. You have private property, you have public property. They're supposed to be separate. But they're not doing that. 
and you kind of wonder why the government owns so much of the land they uh, by through their corporate institutions um, and through yeah just their corporate institutions. We're just going to go into that right now. Now, how is it possible that they own so much? Why do they own so much land? Why uh, is everything a government property? Well, because they steal private property by willfully confusing public rights with private rights and privileges. Now, I'm going to give you the true uh, purpose of the government. And the true purpose of the government is to protect our private rights. I want you guys to hear that clearly, to protect your private rights. So there's a lot of people out there say, well, I have rights. You know, they have their Make America Great Again hats and, you know, and their sunglasses on or, or whatever. And they got their signs and they're holding, well, we got to protect our rights. You got to protect our rights. Listen, um, the Constitution, excuse me, the purpose of the government is to protect our private rights, not our public rights or not our pub, uh, the rights that we get from uh, the status uh, that is associated with um, with our public rights. So that is to say, um, before I go into that, I, I want to continue speaking on the purpose of the government. Again, so it's not your public rights. It is to protect your private rights, meaning if you claim any status or accept any benefit connected to this status, that is to say, if you say that I'm an American citizen, or I'm a resident here, or if I'm, I'm a spouse, or I'm a driver, or if you apply for use of government property in connection with otherwise financial, uh, excuse me, private financial transactions, then you cannot be free from this system. They're always going to own you. They're always going to own you. You're always going to have to pay your taxes. You're always going to have to do this. You're always going to have to do this. And it will be uh, mandatory be in relationship with uh, the government because uh, that's your relationship with them. They, you are a an employee, and I'm going to get that into that in a second here. So, the other purpose of the government is to promote justice. That is legally defined as the right to be left the f alone. Leave me alone. I'm not infringing upon anybody else's rights. Uh, that is what justice is. Now, a government that does not protect you from its own abuses of authority to convert private property and rights into public pro property and rights without expressed consent, uh, excuse me, expressed demonstrated evidence of your consent to the conversion is a government mafia. Many of you guys don't know that a lot of our public, excuse me, private rights have been converted to public rights, and they do that in mischievous and um, underhanded, and um, they take advantage of our ignorance, and they convert our private rights to public rights, okay? Now, there are two types of government. The first government is a government by consent. It's called a de jure government. Now, this type of government does not enforce civil obligation without express consent, then there is terrorist government, which is de facto government. And this is a government that operates by force or fraud. Now, the purpose of the government is to identify, isolate, instruct, and punish those who injure other people. 
In my opinion, this is exactly why the pandemic was orchestrated in such a way that it made everyone who was not complying with the federal mandates, the mask mandates or the vaccine mandates, um, the injurers of others, right? They were using language like you're asymptomatically spreading and you're going to kill my grandfather if you don't wear a mask or if you don't get a vaccine, right? It's wild. They have made the public believe that non-compliance does harm to others when the evidence to this reality is non-existent. People who do not understand this uh, and people in the public who don't understand this will see uh, an arrest, a detention, a job loss, medical tyranny, uh, mandatory vaccines. They will see these things uh, as justice particularly if you are not complying and you happen to get the bad end of uh, the stick on that, right? You end up getting arrested or you end up getting losing your job because you didn't comply like the rest of them did. They will see it as justice. Why? Because laws that punish offenses that don't injure others are in unjust, right? So there are probably thousands and thousands of people in jail who are serving a longer sentence and longer time for um, for things that didn't for offenses that didn't injure other people and that is unjust, right? It's it's there are a lot of people who are drug addicts themselves, um, who are you know mentally unstable um, or, or who have some kind of yeah mental deficiency or chemical imbalance or something that's going on or they're just struggling. Right, they're just struggling with with drugs. I have people in my family who struggle with drug addiction, and they end up in jail because they have a psychotic breakdown that happens because uh, they use drugs. Right, and so uh, these are uh, these are offenses that don't injure other people, um, and and these people are in jail. So we understand that uh, laws that punish others. Uh, and the offense of others that don't injure other people are unjust. We understand that, right? So by propagating that these non-compliance, people who do not comply with the mandates, the federal mandates and the laws, are injuring other people by pushing that narrative, by saying, oh, they're asymptomatically spreading, uh, or you're, you know, my child is at risk, or my grandmother's at risk, or my person is at risk, and if you don't wear a mask, then you can really, you can hurt them, and I wouldn't want to do that, or I'm wearing a mask because I would not want my grandmother person or, um, uh, you know, person who is um, immunocompromised, I don't want them to experience uh, death because of whatever, right? And so they're not putting on their mask, and there's no, listen, if you want to do it, it's your choice, but you it should not be forced upon other people. Uh, it should be their own choice. People should make their own choices, right? But again, the whole narrative is propagating that these non-compliance are injuring other people. It releases their conscious of feeling bad for allowing people to suffer tyrannical abuse from government's officials while they stand idly by and watch and do nothing about it. In their minds, there's no cognitive dissonance because they think, well, this person's not wearing a mask or they're not getting a vaccine, so they uh, definitely are being justly punished. So that is how... Uh, that is what is going on right now. Hey, guys, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, I'm going to do one of these videos, probably uh, 
if not every other every day, every other day, because this is something that I feel very uh, connected to. And it's something that I hope that you are, are going to get something out of. And I know that I'm getting a crap ton out of it. And, you know, it's just not enough to to sit and argue with people. You can bring all the facts. You can bring all the information. You can I can do all the research that I want to do on um, on these things and on these topics. But at the end of the day, it is um, it's going to amount to, to nothing because um, people are tricked. People are truly uh, they they're tricked. They've been deceived by this this government, um, and they have put their trust and their hope uh, in a in a government that is not for their good and is not for their well being, but uses them as as slaves. So they are uh, effectively agents of of, of this government. That is this is their god. Um, you know, medical sci- science has become a god. Um, instead of looking at science as a way to observe the world around us, um, to create hypotheses, um, to to see the measurable, observable uh, <coughs> data, instead of seeing these things, um, repeatable, measurable, observable data, uh, they, they, there's a thing in science. Science has become this like religion that is like, nope, we made this discovery and we're going to hold on to this and no one is allowed to ever challenge this. And if you challenge this, then you're a crazy conspiracy theorist or you're, um, an American or you're, uh, just, uh, somebody who's, who's bad. Okay. So all that to be said, uh, I think once we get to the, if, if we can come back to the law, then I think it's a good thing. The, the scripture says that if we can use the law lawfully, then it's, then it's good, right? But there are people out there who use the law unlawfully and it uh, and, and ends up pretty bad. And so I, uh, I, for one, want to understand and know what the law has to say. The law, the law is good. And um, if we can understand it, if we can learn how to use it, then we can protect ourselves and we can protect our, our loved ones um, from being abused, right, and being taken advantage of. And um, because ignorance, uh, you know, even the scripture talks about how my people perish for, for lack of knowledge, right, uh, for ignorance. So anyways, blessing to you guys. I got my brother calling literally from the San Francisco County Jail. He has uh, done a victimless, uh, well, I wouldn't say it's a victimless crime, but, it, you know, <laughs> Anyways, all that to say, bless it to you guys. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.